When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. This time I shall be going to the capital city, Talinus, in central Telsa. And I shall be doing this rather small adventure called Sleepless Night. Unable to sleep, you felt that a walk under the stars in this cold autumn night would help you relax. You're about to, as you're about to find out, a sleepless night is often better than a walking nightmare. Start this adventure. Unable to, sli- to sli- find sleep, this particular cold evening finds you strolling about the dark streets of the Titan capital. Your mind filled with a myriad of thoughts about nothing in particular. Despite the chill in the air and the worries that hang on your limbs, you immediately drawn to this night's wandering, as if you travel the shadowy speak streets and secretive mission has yet to reveal itself. As you near the eastern sector of the city, you spot a tall figure garbed in a long trailing robe, moving slowly in your direction. An oversized hood is raised over the figure's head, betraying nothing of what lurks beneath the sinister shadow it casts. Your body tenses and you ready yourself for a possible confrontation as the shadowy being looms out of the darkness and strides up to you, stopping less than five feet away. The figure throws back the hood and you're surprised to behold the pale face of a young woman. A long scar runs from the woman's temple to the chin, tip of her chin, but the blemish does little to detract from her otherwise attractive countenance. Fancy that I would meet you here, Zoop, she said as a sinister grin grin spreads across her face. When she witnesses the unnerving effect the use of your name has produced, you will make an excellent addition to my collection. You step back and assume a defensive posture, your every instinct screaming you're in great peril. The many who choose not to believe in the demons that stalk this world at night, she says, as she raises her arm. Yet yeah, that makes us no less real. It is the call of a demon. 
silent but deafening that kept you from sleep. And it is a, and it is the call of the demon this night that has summoned you to your doom. A powerful drowsiness suddenly takes hold of you, 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 and fight as you may, you are unable to keep your eyes from closing. The last thing you see before darkness engulfs you is the pale face of your assailant staring down at you. You wake with a start to find yourself lying on a bed of wet leaves on the damp ground in the midst of a dense wood. Still night, and with only a thin silver of the moon casting light from above the forest surrounding you, it is indeed a lonely, eerie place. You groggedly begin to rise, still trying to figure out how you arrived here, when a tall, lanky, vaguely human shape stalks out of the shadows ahead. As the shapes you closer, you are horrified when it is revealed to be a wolf-like creature, standing erect, its long, sinewy arms hanging below its knees, and its protruding maw housing a legion of sharp fangs. The wolf feature snarls and bounds forward, waking at you with its claws and snapping at you with its wide jaws. You bravely prepare for battle against the wolf creature. Kill this enemy? Indeed I will. My, The wolf creature savagely tears at your flesh with tooth and claw. The wolf creature digs its sharp claws deep into your flesh. Oh, that's mean. But... It, it's slain. 6 XP. Your final blow sends the wolf creature sprawling to the forest floor. Its body twitches for several seconds, then becomes still. Indeed, you are worthy of the collection, comes a sinister voice from somewhere in the darkness nearby. You recognise it to be the voice of the hooded woman you met on the street of Tyrannus. And you quickly scan the dark wood for any sight of her. My pet will attend to you shortly, says the voice, fading into a whisper. You wait with bated breath for several minutes, but the voice does not speak again. You quickly decide your best course of action is to find your way out of this forest at once. Without delay, you set off through the dark trees. Let's see, there's a little woot to the west. I'll see what's there. The snapping of twigs and the sound of several feet moving across the leaf-covered forest floor singles the likely arrival of danger. You assume a defensive stance as your eyes scan the forest that surrounds you for any sign of what might be approaching. Suddenly, an enormous black spider steps into ocean, its bulbous torso near the size of a large bear. Hideous arachnid wears up, lifting its four low-loose legs off the ground, before rapidly scuttling straight for you. Preserve him well, pet, issues a hideous voice from dark wood. Enormous black spider, I fight, I fight. It snapped at me with its powerful jaws, but now it has ran away. The almost black spider scuttles off into the darkness and is lost from sight. You take a moment to catch your breath following the brutal struggle, before once again setting off through the dark forest. Yep. The night-shrouded forest is full of strange eerie sounds, snapping of twigs, the crunch of leaves now and again off the distance indicates 
do not wander through the Stark Forest alone. Again, getting to the little alcove. You're standing at the edge of a small clearing. The centre of the moonlight clearing is a pot pit of glowing coals over which is suspended a small iron pot. The pot shakes and bubbles, spewing white foam over this side. I'm going to have to put some stuff in that pot, but I've got to find that stuff first. Oh, it's the spider again. The snapping of leaves, of twigs, and the sound of several feet moving across the leaf pile of forest wall signals the white wine of danger. As much as you expected, the enormous black spider steps in into the open, not far from where you stand. The hideous arachnid wears up, lifting its foremost legs off the ground before rapidly, rapidly scuttling for you. Preserve him well, Bet! Issues a hideous voice from dark wood. Yeah, it's the spider again. But it, it ran away again. The enormous spider scuttles off into the darkness and is lost from sight. You take a moment to catch your breath following the brutal struggle. But once again setting off through the dark forest. Okay, I'm making my way back to where I began. Now I'm going to go south. Still going south. Now oh, it's, it's, it's curving upwards. And there's the end of the alcove. A vicious snarl from the shadows ahead startles you. And you quickly assume a defensive stance as your eyes scan the dark woods for any sign of a foe. A large wolf creature, much like the one you encountered on per first waking in this wood, loops into view. Its, its fangs bared and its cool yellow eyes fixed on you. For several tense moments, a silent standoff ensued, almost as if the horrid beast is sizing up. Then suddenly, it springs through the air, its clawed hand outstretched to your throat. You defiantly face wolf creature. Yeah, it's it's savagely tearing me of tooth and claw, and it's oh, and its sharp claws have just dug into my flesh. But I, I'm still slashing, and it, I have defeated it. It is slain. Oh, Twenty XP. The wolf creature emits a blood curdling howl as it collapses to the ground at your feet. You're about to continue on and move away from here. We notice something on the ground next to the beast carcass. A close examination of a close examination reveals there to be a pair of bat wings, which you decide to pick up and take with you. It's a pair. This is a pair of severed bat wings. With the pair of bat wings safely tucked away amongst your possessions, you once again set off through the dark wood. All right. I'm Making my way back to where we started. Here we go, here we are. And I'm going north from there. There's a passage to the south now. I'm along the northern top edge of this forest. Passage to the south. Going, twisting my way south. And here we are, here's an end. You instinctively assume a battle-ready stance as a strange two-legged reptilian creature looms into view out of the darkness ahead. The green-scaled creature has the head of a lizard and, save for its thick-scaled hide, the, the torso and limbs of a man. A long forked tongue licks, flicks in and out of the beast's fang-filled mouth. 
lizard man hiss, hiss, hisses loudly as it stalks towards you, extending its long, razor-sharp claws as it approaches. I fight the lizard man. I fight. Ooh, the lizard man hisses as it's savagely a cat. I lose five damage. The lizard man glash gashes you with its razor sharp claws. Now oh, I fight, I fight, I fight, I fight, I fight. Ah, there it goes. 20 XP. Your final blow sends the neck of the lizard. Breaks the neck of the lizard man and sends him sprawling to the ground. The foul creature does not move again. On the ground near the creature, you spot a small curious object. A closer examination horrifying reveals the object to be a well-preserved human eye. Despite the strong desire to leave the grotesque item where it lands, you want to decide to pick it up and take it with you. With you item and a human eye. This is the eye of some unfortunate soul. With the eye safely tucked away amongst your possessions, you once again set off through the dark wood. Oh, it's the spider again. Gonna fight. Gonna fight it. And it runs away again. Uh, I'm gonna go go back to... Oh, it's the spider again. And it's gone. Alright, uh, let's see. Oh, there goes that spider again. Look, you think you would learn your lesson? As it snaps at me with its powerful jaws and then runs away. Alright, I'll go back back north. Alright, I'm going west along the top. Oh, 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 here we are. I found something now. Yep. Your heart skips a beat as a large creature drops out of the overhanging tree limb and lands in a crouched position. On the forest floor, several yards from where you stand. The creature rises to its full height and strides into view, feeling itself to be an amphibious humanoid, with the oversized head of the frog resting on its broad shoulders. Large orb-like black eyes protrude from the sides of the creature's head, and it makes a guttural croaking sound It strides forward on webbed feet. A stone-tipped spear gripped tightly in its long, rubbery fingers. Fight the frog creature. The frog creature crouches loudly as it stabs at you with its stone-tipped spear. Yeah, and more, more the same. Oh, there it goes. My weapon just struck with unfavorable savagery for 57 damage. That's on top of the 15 damage for a normal attack. Yeah, so it, it's very, very dead. No. 20 XP. The frog creature utters a final croak before collapsing into the ground on top of its crude spear. You spot something in one of the beast's outstretched lifeless hands and, leap and lean down to take a closer look. The object that taught your attention is a bright yellow toadstool. You decide to pick it up and take it with you. With the toadstool safely tucked away amongst your possessions, you once again set off through the dark wood. Uh, I'm still... Oh, it's that spider again. 
There it goes. The spider's lengthy barb stinger stabs into your flesh, paying courses for your body as its venom goes to work. I lost 10 SP, oh dear. Uh, but it still went away. Yep, yours, it scuttles away. I'm going to have to heal myself a bit from that. And I just did. Let's see, um, this is all passage to the east. No, Alright, going to the very end here. Going down the passage. Oh, the spider turns up again. And I fight it, I fight it, and it runs away again. Alright, getting going towards the end of the passage. And there you are. The sound of heavy footfalls is your first and only warning of the approaching danger. Out of the shadows ahead emerges a large, two-legged rat. The human-sized creature sniffs the air repeatedly as it slowly approaches. You catch sight of the mat rat's thick, leathery tail sweeping along the, along the ground. A note that sharp iron spikes have been driven through it turning the appendage into a barbed weapon. The Ratman strugglingly springs forward and attacks, arcing its spiked tail over its head as it swipes at you with its heavy claws. Oh, poor Ratman. I probably hurt getting spikes rammed into your tail. No wonder it's so angry all the time. But I, I have to fight it anyway. Yeah, the Rat... The rat man viciously glasses its teeth as it claws at you. And my sword hums. And I keep fighting. And oh, oh no, oh, it's already dead. Yeah, oh, I never, I never got to see it use that spike. 36 XP. The bloody corpse of the maxman lies down at your feet. On the ground, not far from the creature's body, you spot a small curious object. Much to your horror, a close examination of the object reveals it to be a severed human finger. Despite a strong desire to leave the grotesque item where it lies, you also decide to pick it up and take it with you. View. This is a severed human finger. I wonder if it's from the same person as the eye. Because we'll never know. With the severed human figure safely tucked away amongst your possessions, you once again set off through the dark wood. Oh, I've been, I've been to every part of this maze now, so it's time to get back to that cauldron. But the spider is in my way again, so I fight it and it runs away. I, uh, I keep, I'm making my way back to that cauldron. That was to the west of where I started. I'm nearly back where I started, and the spider turns up again. I don't know why the spider keeps bothering it. It's only going to get itself hurt. Yeah, I don't think it's that smart. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the middle of a dense forest, illuminated by pale strands of light cast by the silvered moon that peers through the canopy of dark trees. This is a spot where you first awakened after having encountered the strange woman on the streets of Talinus. The eerie, the eerie sounds of the forest echo all about you. 
Now and again, you hear strange bubbling sound to the west. It's the spider again. And it's gone. It's run away once again. Alright, then here's that coal. Here's that cauldron. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's called it's a pot, but since it's magic, I'm going to say it's a cauldron. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to want, I'm just going to throw those items that I just got in there. So, pair of bat wings. You toss the pair of bat wings into the boiling pot. The pot begins shaking and foaming with renewed vigor. Alright, there's the bat wing. Okay, I'm gonna throw that human eye in. Is that disrespectful? I don't know. I guess whatever it's already been disrespected. Uh the pot begins to shake and shake been shaking and foaming with renewed vigor. Uh, the eyes in the pot. Yellow toadstool. This is a bright yellow toadstool. I'm going to use that. Yep, you toss the yellow toadstool into the boiling pot. The pot begins shaking and foaming with renewed vigour. Now, I think there's just one bit left. The severed finger. And that goes in. You're standing at the edge of a small clearing in the centre of the moon. It clearing is a part is a growing pole over which is suspending a small iron pot. The pot shakes and bubbles, spewing white foam over its sides. Put the severed finger in. You toss the severed finger into the pot. The pot begins shaking and foaming with renewed vigour. The small iron pot begins to go red hot, and the thick smoke. And the thick foam spinning over its sides has turned a brilliant shade of green. Your every instinct screams dangerous. Dark shapes rise up in the forest all around the small clearing. Being closing in around you. Your pulse races as shadowy figures emerge from the trees and step out to Majorian. Without warning, the iron pot over the coals suddenly explodes, projecting its red-hot shards in every direction. You scream in agony as one of the shearing pieces strikes you square in the back of the head. You collapse to the ground, barely able to draw thing breath. The last thing you see before your eyes frickling close are the shadowy figures moving to surround you. Oh dear, I might I think I might have messed up. You wake with a start and leap to your feet, prepared to defend yourself against any intimate flare. But you are taken aback to discover that you are no longer in the moonlit clearing. Much to your own amazement, you are standing on the dark city street, quite near to where you first encountered the hooded woman. A voice from behind startles you and you spin about, prepared to defend yourself. The shocked faces of two city's guardsmen is, is surprising, but welcome sight. We figured you for dead, sir, says one of the guardsmen. These wobbers, these wobbers we scares off were set to pick you to the bone. We half believe they killed you with that nasty blow to the skull. The memory of the shearing star from the iron park returns to you, reaches the back of your head, wincing in pain as your fingers touch the sizable bump that was formed there. You must have an iron head to take a shot like that and be back on your feet, blasts the other guard. Well... 
It's plain that you'll pull through. Word of caution, though. You best find some some place safe to spend the night. I dare say there's likely to be more vermin that skulking around before dawn. Still confused by the recent events, you manage to thank the two two guardsmen for coming to your aid, and bid them both fa- both a farewell. The guards stroll off along the street, and you prepare to set off along your way. Suddenly, an all too familiar voice on your left breaks the silence, and you turn to behold a strange and horrifying sight. A childhood friend you have not seen in years stands only a few yards away on the dark street, watching you intently. Your friend speaks, but it is not the voice you so fondly recall, the soft, sinister voice of the hooded woman you first encountered on this very street. I will come for you again, Zoop. Issues the voice from the mouth of your friends. You are more than worthy for my collection, and I saw a word reserved for you a place of high honour. Do not expect to know when I am lurking nearby, watching you from behind the eyes of a familiar face, filling your ears with the sound of a trusting voice. You watch in horror. As the fat figure rapidly morphs into at least a dozen familiar acquaintances before slowly fading from view. An involuntary shudder runs the length of your body and you quickly move away from here, thankful to have survived the night's ordeal, but unnerved by what you have done with dust witness. A vague, unsettling feeling creeps over you and as you pass through the dark streets of the capsule, you find yourself longing for the reassuring light of dawn as your hands comes to rest on a small object, not previously in your pocket. It is an unidentified black wooden wing. You do not remember picking up this small black wooden wing. I've got two, 512 XP now. I'm going to have to identify that item. Skills Arcania. The unidentified black wooden wing has been identified as dark wood wing. And uh, uh, what's this? I still don't remember picking picking up this small black wooden wing, but it gives plus three melee weighting. So that that that's going in. That would be my fourth wing, and that's that's. That's all the wings you can usually wear at one time. Yes, even though even though you do have eight fingers and two thumbs, you can only wear four wings at once. Because um, reasons. It's just some weird thing that happens. Well, because you don't want the wings to bump into each other, maybe. You can't, my finger wings wouldn't work on your thumbs. So you gotta have, you gotta have a gap between your wings, usually. So they don't catch on each other. Uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just one of those rules. You can only have four wings on, unless you buy a certain package. And another certain package. In which case, there are some people who have 11 wings on. And there's a, 
and then there's, and then there's wings that don't take up slots. With that, they have 12 wings on. That's too many wings. But, anyway, yeah, I've, I've increased. My stats have gone up. And I hope I don't hear from that lady again. Saving now, and we are done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.